right. Um, welcome to our global grad series starring our international grads from all around the world as they reconnect and give back to you. This event is brought to you by our International Student Society as we hope that the discussion um, promote a sense of possibility, mutual support for our community, and perhaps a little bit of imagination. Um, we invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, Full Cell One for latest updates or even event stories and discussion topics. Um, today's particular event is special because all of these individual graduates are currently on OPT or off OPT and or, or have recently graduated from Full Sail and are now working back at their home country. Our goal today is to really demystify what's going to happen after you graduated from Full Sail University. We don't expect you to have a very similar situation, but our hope is by listening to their authentic stories and have the opportunity to ask questions and, and ask for advice that it would help you have a general idea of what's going to happen next after graduation. If for those who don't know what OPT stands for, um, this is generally for our international student on an F1 visa on campus. Um, OPT stands for Optional Practical Training, which is a year extension of their visa after graduating on campus. And for students who recently graduated with an, an associate, bachelor's and a master's degree. And um, OPT, they are able to be employed in the United States and earn um, experience and also an opportunity to earn money, but it has to be related in their degree program. But and they also have the potential to extend their OPT um, in an extra two more years. They have to apply two more years, but they need to be in the STEM field program. So that means robot, robot cop, um, computer science, androids, so those stuff. <laughs> if you want to learn more about OPT, we do have a workshop every month for our international students um, presented to you, to you by your DSO and international student advisor. Our next OPT workshop is going to be in August 11. Here is the link for that. Let me just post it real quick. Plump. All right, so um, so if you are an international student and want to learn, learn more about OPT, um, we went ahead and uh, I posted that on the link. So you feel free to register. Um, otherwise, we can go ahead and get started. Um, I didn't, I'm not sure if I introduced myself, but my name is Justin. I am your uh, international student coordinator and I'm gonna be presiding the interview today to our um, amazing grads but I want to give them the opportunity to really introduce themselves. Um, so grads, if you can say your name, where you're from, program, graduation year, and what are you doing now? I'm going to go ahead and post that um, on the chat just in case. So if you can all um, unmute yourself and on camera or activate your camera. <laughs> hey, um, I guess I'll start. Um, my name's Dushant, uh, Dushant Karg. I'm from India, Mumbai, specifically. I studied um, in the game design bachelor's program at Full Sail. I graduated last year, September. Yes, it's, it's all been a blur after that, honestly. But um, yeah, right now I'm working as a product manager for a social media company. We're a startup. Um, we're called Wu Social Games. Our beta app is public everything's on the app store so um yeah that's what i'm doing now pivoted a little bit but that's what i am 
Nice. China. Uh, I want to full sell for game design master degree. Graduated this year, 2023, March. Um, what am I doing now? I am currently a uh, basically lead producer for a startup studio for called uh, Omni. Uh, they're making a mobile game, and uh, at the same time, I'm also a uh, owner of a uh, LLC called Orbis Production, which is an extension of my internship uh, at Fosel. Uh, we publish game, and as you can see on my background, the Neonscape, uh, we publish that game on Steam. So if you can go check it out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, my name is Alvaro Valenzuela. Uh, I'm from Santiago de Chile, and I study film. Specifically, I study the certificate uh, program, which I really like. And I graduate uh, uh, this year, like in March, so it's very fresh. And I'm doing freelance because I'm, I'm a colorist. So I work on short films, music videos, all sorts of things, and also in camera department. All right. Uh, thank you so much, gentlemen, for that wonderful introduction. And uh, I just want to uh, confirm, currently, uh, those who are in um, OPT is Deshaun and Bowen. And then, um, Alvar, you're currently not in OPT, and you travel back and forth from uh, your country, Chile, and then here in the United States. And we'll get to know more about how you're doing that. And, um, you know, I'm really interested in getting to know more. But our first question today is, you know, just to kind of recap your experience here in Full Sail is one word describing your uh, Full Sail experience and then why? Hmm. I guess one word would be exhilarating, honestly. Because, um, yeah, no, that, it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of work at the same time. I mean, it's, it's a two-year course. Yeah. COVID came in between for me, so I kind of used mm. that to my advantage and just kept on practicing on unreal but um yeah no it's 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 a lot of i feel like it's it's a place for people who want to do something of their own volition mm. like you don't need to be forced to do something yeah. like you know in high school you're forced to study stuff you don't want to study like you have subjects you just have to do it but here once you choose this once you come to full sale you have everything like laid out in front of you and it's your job to go up to it and start getting it done. Mm. It's going to be there no matter what. And I feel, I feel like it, it's super stressful, but I, but fun at the same time. I don't know. I, I just like the stress of it for some reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the, the pressure of like, Oh shit, I have to oh, poop. put this out. You mean, yeah, my bad. I apologize <laughs> for the French. Um, I, I have to, I have to push myself and I feel like that's what full sale helps you do that. Okay. Thank no, thank you so much for that. Exhilarating. And yeah, I think our program, you know, with one month classes, it definitely sets you up in that, like, you know, you have I don't know how you all do it, but you have no really no time to really breathe breathe. I feel like, you know, I I went to a traditional school, so I get like three months. So I can skip a couple classes, you know. But y'all, you only have a month. So yeah, exhilarating is, I like that word. One word is gonna be um, 
I can't pop out a lot of one word, but I think the one standout for me is probably going to be overwhelming. Um, mm. Basically, I'm my case is a little yeah. bit different because a master's degree is a one year, 12 right. class. So it's pretty sure like it's in a blank. You just graduated already. So and mm. I definitely agree it's going to be challenging yourself. For me, I keep doing a lot of things like uh, I already said, like I registered LLC just to like help people publishing game and everything so it's gonna be for me i put in as much as i can and uh just expect myself to grow in in that way mm-hmm. and the overwhelming just like because uh i never i i am a producer right now but when i'm coming into full sale i'm thinking about i'm gonna be a game dev but being a producer just like opened up a lot more opportunity or knowledge because i'm not only working with coders i'm working with designer artists audio design like it's just new information every day like and then the class wise like you learn about every aspect from full cell so Mm -hmm. yeah overwhelming is definitely the word for me yeah, I mean, like one year. Oh my goodness, that's. I think I feel like one, especially if you're so busy. I feel like one year can go by fast, really, really quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so for me, I think it's learning that word that I can describe like my experience in full sale. It's not only learning, like, uh, the classes or like how they teach something. It's more like learning the culture, learning the the language and a lot of things that you don't keep in mind when you are here, but they are really important. So I think that's the the key word from my experience. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all about learning here, learn and grow. It's like one of our main motto here at Full Sail, um, you know, learn to, be, to make your dreams come true in operation or to, to come to a fruition. Um, so definitely, I love that uh, one word. So thank you, you all. Um, I guess, you know, kind of still going back in your recap, is there like a class that kind of stood out to you that, you know, was the hardest or something that kind of stuck out and um, like a hard, even if either was it like a favorite class or something that was difficult, um, that kind of stood out that kind of helped you or you often think about Sorry, that was kind of confusing, but a class that stood out. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like a specific class didn't stand out for me because like you said, it was one month, one class. So a lot of these classes just meshed in together. For me, mm. what stood out the most was Capstone. The Capstone project, the whole three months of um, making your own game with the team, coordinating, doing everything from production to design, development finding an artist making some art on your on your own sometimes because your artist is too busy with other mm-hmm. stuff and yeah i feel like that was the best experience i had at full sale that that taught me more than i could have learned in like 10 years working on games on my own with people in a team because the surround the people around you were also working on projects it was like a group effort right. but divided into smaller groups. You could see other teams do well and you'd be like, oh, that's cool. I want to do that. I want to, I want to be the next one to be the, you know, the next best game in the next class. Mm-hmm. You have three months, three classes. Every month, somehow someone comes out on top. Like at the end, okay, this team, 
has been doing good so far. They stuck to the guidelines and now they're at a better stage because the thing with capstone is if you don't stick to the criteria initially, mm-hmm. you are, you're forced to conform your game to that until you, um, yes, how do I explain this? You have three months, right? So yeah. in those three months, first month is ba- building like the base mechanics of your game. If you can't get that right, you're stuck doing that for the next month as well. And that eats away from your personal um, ideas. Like if you want yeah. to introduce something new, you don't have time anymore. You have three months, the project's due. And I feel like that's the reality of the industry that it kind of just throws at you, which is, yeah, I think, really helpful. Especially because right now, experiencing that at full sale, there's no company behind you who's paying you. Because if yeah. you're being paid for this and you mess up, they're not gonna they're not gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. Delays are not appreciated in the industry at all, and I feel like full sale really helped me stay on top of that. Yeah, hundred percent. So like uh, the capstone is kind of like a, a real world experience, but it's gives you the opportunity to make mistakes and learn from it. You know, 100%. without that pressure of like mm-hmm. a real company or expectation, you know, cause if you don't meet the company's expectation, they're just gonna find somebody else mm-hmm. um, yeah. to do the job. So yeah, it's scary out there. Yeah, okay. So I think the class that stood mm-hmm. out from the rest, it's yeah. not a class by itself because my program was seven months, which were mm-hmm. really like fast. So oh, the yeah. thing that I, that I most uh, learned it was like going to set like it's really difficult at the beginning because for example for me uh, i didn't speak like english so well i didn't understand the culture so i didn't know how to like talk to people like express myself because you can you can talk the language but expressing yourself is is the difficult part so uh, the thing that like uh, save me on that time it was like going to say like helping others like showing your skill also mm-hmm. is one of the main things like show what you can do is is what uh, makes you different from the rest so that's that's one of the, the best things about full sale because mm-hmm. uh, they open the door for you to be more creative like and to reach out more people that want to do uh, better projects and yeah. and everything so yeah i really like that no i like that response like even though um you know it was hard to convey you know communication but you were able to show action and um really show your word through action and um yeah i remember when you just came in from orientation the next thing i know alvaro you're already like graduating and i'm like what he's already gone <laughs> so yeah it was it was very fast so but i think you did make the best of it you made connection you attended all our events i remember so um thank you for that one really standout will be a class called uh, advanced design workshop and shout out to the professor justin gallo uh, that was the class nice. basically going over uh, building a specific game uh, features. Uh, for example, like somebody can build a gun, then uh, it's nothing fancy about that, but he also go over how to write a design doc. Basically it's, basically, it's like before you build a product, you have to write the user menu first. So like yeah. that really opened up my mind because 
I my new job right now, like we have zero design doc. So and mm. me having the experience in there is like, okay, we need to go on in, start writing design doc. I don't care how much a good coder you are. If you can't explain this code, I'm not gonna be understanding it. It's mm. all nonsense to me. So like that class really stood out, like helping me clear out a lot of like production, like problem from the yeah. ground up because it's just, it's funny that I just like, ever since I learned about design doc, like I just go in and like, hey, de developer, I know you're busy coding. Take a, mm -hmm. take a minute of some time, like take note on your code, put a, put a design doc up there. Yeah. So I'm not going to go ask again. So I'm like, that's definitely helpful. I think I love hearing that, that you're able to apply what you've learned in classroom. I mean, I wish I can say that the same in my, you know, going to a traditional college. I'm like, I don't even remember what I took. And um, so, yeah, that I think it's pretty awesome that you're able to apply, you know, things. And I know, you know, Alvaro, you talked about this too. It's like having a skill that nobody has, right? So it makes you such a valuable asset to that company, you know, which as a, I think international student is always that, you know, how do you make yourself stand out and um, valuable? Um, so now, you know, you're in your steps, you're now, you know, you graduated, you got all your, you know, you're about to, you got your toga, you're about to walk the stage. Um, what's going through your mind and um, how did you plan for your next steps? Um, I guess we'll go in order. So Deshaun, Alvaro, and then Bowen, so. Yeah, sounds good. Um, for me, my first thought was as soon as I got the, the notification that my classes have changed and I have the graduation class now, I was like, okay, LinkedIn is my best friend mm. from now on. I am going to live on that. I'm going to delete Instagram and every other social media app and just stay on LinkedIn. That's where I'm going to mm. post everything, even my food. Because, <laughs> no, because yeah. you have to be active there. You have to be seen. Mm. People need to know that you're actually putting in effort. People need to see what you're doing. Um, a lot of us sit and make games, just like small projects, random stuff. Mm -hmm. We have ideas. We just make it and then just leave it there. Instead yeah. of leaving it there for no one to see in the archives, record it, screen record it, put it on LinkedIn. Doesn't matter even if it's, even if you think it's bad, someone out there is going to look at it and be like, wow, I can't do that. Maybe I should ask them to do that for me. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's all, there's a little bit of just like, I feel like chance is always involved because there's yeah. so many people. But my, my main focus at that time was solely trying to find an internship so I can start doing something. I wanted to work on actual projects with teams because like I said, the capstone project really got me going. I was like, I want more. I can't yeah. stop. I, it was so much fun. I couldn't. And then I got into Zygobot right after that, which is um, a studio at Full Sail. I mm. didn't know about that. I found out through LinkedIn. So I used that and I reached out, I, I spoke to them. I spoke to Roy next thing, you know, I'm already starting to work on projects. And the minute my OPT started, I was already on an internship. Mm -hmm. I like so how you like really strategy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. 
Um, no, I, I really like how you strategize and you really, you know, key in what's really important. And, um, you know, I do agree, like LinkedIn is such an important tool now. And you have random people looking, like, especially if you're of the status looking for a job, um, you have random people just checking out your website randomly. And mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, those are people who are in full sale, you know, they have a relation or some type of relations to full sale. So, um, yeah, like making sure you're setting up your LinkedIn right away you know, before graduate, I, I would advise even months, I mean, a year before graduation, I think you actually as a college student, you should have a LinkedIn right now. <laughs> Don't Great. wait until graduation. I was late. I was very <laughs> behind on that. I felt yeah. so bad because when I joined LinkedIn, I saw all these people yeah. with like all these hundreds of connections. I was like, oh, I have like 10 people I know. Mm -hmm. I need to find people, speak to them. I, had, I need to network. It was yeah. It was a lot of effort. It was just days and nights of like staying on my phone. I'm sitting yeah. in bed watching TV. I get a LinkedIn notification. I reply immediately. I didn't mm. want to waste any time because you're no PT. You don't have any time. Yeah. You have a limited amount of time, unlike other people. So you can't sit back and be like, I'm going to let, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That tomorrow might not come. So now is the time. And I had that. I feel like getting close to graduation really put that in my brain because mm -hmm. I started to see that, oh, you have three months to find a job or you have to go back. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. And yeah, no. All right. How about you, Alvaro? I know yours is a little bit different from um, Bowen and Deshaun. So I want to hear, you know, what was going through your mind and how did you plan your next steps? Yeah, at least for me, Instagram has always been like my main platform because I create content and I have a lot of jobs through Instagram. It's really important for you as a creative person mm -hmm. uh, to, to show your art, uh, to show what you can do. And it's uh, really important that uh, posting. So yeah, I, I start like posting more often, like trying to get more high quality high quality content to my Instagram and everything. Uh, I graduate and then I I stay here in the US for like two months, like looking for jobs, looking for people, like trying to to get connections to then go to Chile and show my work to people that I know there. So that's really important. Uh, I think uh, the thing that uh, uh, is most important for me right now is like to improve the quality of my country in the content that that creates so I know that a lot of people is trying to like be in the U.S. but also I think uh, that at least for me it's important for me to go to Chile and do some jobs there like uh, trying to know better uh, how the in industry works there and and to show it's it's really important no, I love that response. Um, you know, one of the words that kind of came to my mind is brain drain, right? Um, and, you know, I love kind of like that heroic kind of thinking about how can I go back to my country and sharing the knowledge. Um, I know I interviewed somebody from Colombia and one of the things that he was talking about is how the music business in Colombia is not very stabilized like here in the United States when it comes to like contract and signage is very disadvantaged to the artists. And so his goal is to bring what he've learned to his country and bring it to Colombia so that there is a better, um, you know, kind of a music industry and a music um, business going on. So um, I love that. Yeah. And 
so I, I think Albert, you're in Orlando right now, right? I saw your Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not working too. So it's it's really important to keep your connections because mm -hmm. you, you don't know, like in the future, maybe I will be here. Maybe I got a visa from a job here. So I need to know people here or maybe I will come back to Chile. And then um, mm -hmm. that, at least for me, I, I like the way that I'm doing the things because I can travel, which I mm -hmm. really like. And I can stay here. I have my friends here. I have some jobs here. And I can go back to Chile. And I know people there too. So I really like that that way of living my, my life. So, but yeah, sometimes you are like struggling, at least for me, because I'm a freelance. Sometimes you have a lot of jobs. And then you don't have nothing to do, like in two weeks. And you are like, yeah. oh, what, I, what I'm doing? So yeah. it's really important for you to stay consistency and uh, what's it called, uh, like learning all the time, all the time, new technologies, uh, new ways to do things. And it's really important in this like tech world to do that. Yeah, yeah totally agree. How about you, Vaughn? <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with them both. LinkedIn is going to be your best friend for the next couple of months. Uh, I was lucky enough, like I started do, working on LinkedIn right before I got into a uh, full sale. So like I have a pretty good starting point and then like I managed to grow it from there. So the biggest thing I think LinkedIn offers is networking. Like uh, I can speak of that from two aspects. From the aspect you're looking for a job, like I can't say for every industry, but for game, it comes down to like, who'd you, who'd you know in that game, in the, mm -hmm. that industry? Like uh, I have like connection from like a 2K studio from like a different uh, studio in there. And when the recruiter looking at your LinkedIn profile, they're gonna see, okay, so you're trying to connect with people. So that is a good sign for you to like people looking at your profile. And on the other hand, like, uh, for my job right now, since I'm a producer, I like to do a little due diligence and my go-to move is mm -hmm. look up that person on LinkedIn. So like definitely always update your LinkedIn as often as your resume. Try to update, once you update your resume, put your information like on LinkedIn as well because uh, people are going to look you up like yeah. that. And yeah, like LinkedIn definitely helped a lot. Like the recent job I got, like I I got it through, through LinkedIn. I managed to talk to a lot of people and find this uh, find this position. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Yeah, LinkedIn. I, I I'll be honest, my LinkedIn is super outdated. Still have a picture um, that's old, <laughs> but um, you know, thank you, thank you for all that. Um, you know, you've you all kind of touched on it a little bit, but is there like a particular resources that you used? Um, maybe more of about LinkedIn, or is there anybody? that you've used to kind of help you, you know, to where you are now or kind of help you get to where you are. Um, so whether that's like a, a, a resume help or anything like that. For resume help, people on LinkedIn help you a lot. Like every industry, you will, once you start using LinkedIn and you get into the whole gaming industry circle where you start following all the important um, recruiters from different big studios, You'll find other people posting stuff and you'll start to understand like, okay, this is a whole like niche community on LinkedIn yeah. that's living there. They're like helping each other out. You can speak to anyone. Everyone's nice. I have reached out to so many people just to get my resume re uh, reviewed, my portfolio reviewed. Um, there are a lot of people who are ready to mentor you. Um, Amir Satwat is someone who has 
resources or like unlimited resources basically he has every single job opportunity put on an excel sheet for oh, wow. people on linkedin yeah. and he updates it every other day wow he has a list of mentors who are ready to mentor students and they will speak to you for 30 minutes every week you can reach out you can communicate they're all the tools are just there, hidden in a way like they're kind of put out of sight so it's it's for people who want to do the work so mm-hmm. once you do the work you start seeing them and um i can send you his uh, linkedin profile if you want me to yes please ext- extremely great resource yeah he he's had he's helped me just not him personally but his resources have helped me um reach out to a lot of people get feedback on my projects mm-hmm. my games um and one more thing i i use my best friend to get this position i was like hey mm. as soon as there's an opening in anything game related you tell me because yeah. we have to be honest the industry is kind of going in a weird place right now um because of, because of the layoffs and everything mm-hmm. no one's hiring juniors they all want yeah. seniors it's it's getting complicated and even if you do reach out to people chances are you you'll get you'll they'll say that yeah you're a great fit and everything but we just can't because we found someone else mm-hmm. and they're all just internally recruiting each other so your goal is to always be a part of that inner circle mm-hmm. so like start speaking to people make um make friends with them you know tell them hey i i like your post if you like it if someone's um posted something helpful comment something if you can add something yeah. to that do it you have to put yourself out there and actually i guess yeah just be visible because that's yeah. the main goal once people start seeing you and seeing your work it's it's useful like me posting on linkedin got me here as well at this whole full sale um alumni panel i yeah. am here because of posting on linkedin because <laughs> if i hadn't if i was just sitting at home not doing anything mm-hmm. nothing would have happened no i agree totally i really like um you know what you said about that especially like using your network um your friends right to really uh oh, yeah, 100%. resources yeah so that's mm-hmm. super your friends, cool to your friends are your best resource because they're your friends and you you'll make friends on linkedin as well once mm-hmm. you start speaking to people you'll become friends with them you'll they'll like your projects they'll be like hey dushant i like your game and yeah. you know you have a conversation and next thing you know they're like hey there's a position actually and if you know this i can set you up i can recommend you we can have a conversation mm-hmm. and it's just ran- small stuff like that good things i feel like stuff like this usually happens unexpectedly so you have to put yourself out there yeah it's the same i mean your friends are your best resource and at least for me that's uh that's my main thing because all the jobs that i've been working on is because someone recommend me to a friend mm-hmm. of his or her so it's it's incredible how networking it's more like rather than knowing people is the people who knows you for your yeah. work and i think one of the main keys if you are doing something creative like myself like film uh, it's do a website like mm-hmm. or try to post a linkedin or your instagram uh, like uh, a way to show your work is uh, is the most important for you because you can have like the biggest resume in the world but if you don't show your work or if you 
if people doesn't know what you can do, it's, it's nothing. I mean, you are not gonna be standing up from other people that has the same like uh, education or opportunities as you. Yeah. So that, that that's that's one of the, the main things to do if you are doing something creative, like photography, filmmaking, color grading, a lot of things. I like what you said about like, it's not about how many people you know, but how do they know you? I think that's yeah. like, that should be like a, a shirt, a shirt, you know, things to, a quote to put in your shirt, <laughs> or might as well put in a tattoo in your head. But um, definitely like, you know, how do, I know, um, looking at your website, Alvaro, you said you claim yourself as a colorist. And I think that's what stood out to me because I'm like, what the heck is that? Is that like Picasso? Or um, I guess if you can explain it to us, like what does, because I know a colorist, that's not a very, you know, that's, I don't know. It's a, I've never heard of it personally. Um, so if you can explain a little bit, what does that mean? Okay, so uh, a colorist is a, is a person that manipulates the image to give a certain uh, feeling or emotion with color. So usually mm -hmm. cameras shot information that translate to an image and yeah. that image you can like modify it the way you want it. Like, for example, you can, uh, it, it's like music, yeah. but visualize. Like if you put a sad song with a cat or a kitty, it's gonna be sad and you're gonna cry it's the same for color like mm -hmm. if it's something warm you're gonna be oh this is like dreamy like and everything but it's, if it's cold you're gonna be like melancholic and and sad because only that visual representation of of feelings mm -hmm. so that's what i'm doing so yeah it, it's cool i like it it's a niche thing it's really hard to start but the mm -hmm. thing that most helped me was like asking people like oh, hey man i saw your your short your music video can i color grade it can i work with you can i do it mm -hmm. and once you do that other people recommend you mm -hmm. and you're gonna be in in bigger projects so yeah, yeah it, it's really cool that's awesome and bowen i i from what i understand you're in the masters um you 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 did a bachelor's right in film and i guess you did that kind of help you as a resources like previous connection or how did that kind of play into how did that come into play uh currently yeah i, I, I was bachelor in different university actually uh mm -hmm. yeah but it's still like transaction to master in game design like the, yeah i think surprisingly the the master offered me just ability to do networking like I agree with both of them. Like networking is a key in this. Like mm -hmm. uh, when I do on LinkedIn, I think I build a reputation for me is like start annoying everybody. So I just oh. <laughs> I pay for, for yeah. LinkedIn Premier so I can message oh, people. Yeah. So when when I when I like start looking for job, like essentially just I look at the job title. Then I first thing I do is like if I can see the hiring team. If not, okay. I just go to the company and find like find the people work there then just start messaging everybody like crazy yeah the crazy story about that is like there's one time they are there is a co company called gangho they're a japanese mobile game company mm -hmm. and i applied for, for their job and then i start going through their people and then 
found there's the HR people. <laughs> and then I just start messaging. It's like, hey, yeah. uh, I just applied to this job. I want to know more about it. <laughs> and, just, and then yeah. immediately I got a message like rejection, but like, I said, <laughs> but I got, I got it. I got them to respond. And then like, I just keep doing. And there's another time I'm, I accidentally messaged their best president of, of the studio. <laughs> and then the, I, I, I can see it's, it's red. I was like, okay. So like, you just got to start networking. It's like the worst case scenario, they're just going to say, no, I can't yeah. give you a job. Like this, the worst thing you can, is it can't happen. It's not going to be yeah. like you're banned from LinkedIn. So like definitely just throw yourself out there, start like messaging people. Like, mm -hmm. but also keep in mind, it's like, don't be generic. Like just really think Open about base. what you're going to message. Yeah. And Tool-wise, not only LinkedIn, I think resume, everything else, I think mm -hmm. ChatGPT surprisingly helped me a lot. Uh, not just like, hey, I have a message, help me draft up. Like, it's more like I draft up a message, then throw it at ChatGPT and say, hey, uh, can you mm -hmm. reward this for me? How does this tone sound? Like, is don't rely on ChatGPT that much, but definitely use yeah. it as a tool. Wow, no, I, I love the, the story of you being persistent. I think that's... <laughs> Such a key thing. Um, there's like an analogy for basketball players. Um, the more ball you try to shoot, the more likely you're gonna get points, right? If you only try to shoot a couple um shoots, then you know the likeliness of getting a three-pointer is gonna be highly unlikely. So definitely persistency and using your network. Um, I love that. And I guess I wanted to also know what do you know? Do you know a lot about the LinkedIn premium and what you get? I'm not familiar with it. Actually, yeah. Uh, premium, it's been a while. I've been having the. Uh, it just gives you I more. I how much you pay. Yeah. But like, I, I, you I basically. Oh. It should be around $50. I apologize. It's, I think it's 50 bucks because I got charged yesterday. So I remember. Oh, that. shoot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you get to ma direct message people with a more limit because I think the free is three. But like, I, I just got a lot so i just use it like crazy mm -hmm. it's, it's gonna be like really depends on like how you value it uh, for yeah. me it's gonna be worth it because i know i'm gonna use linkedin a lot mm -hmm. and yeah uh basically like that so it's gonna be really up to you your forgot for you know up to you <laughs> i'm trying yeah, to I'll, use fancy oh, definitely like yeah whether you know it's beneficial or not so, but you know definitely i know i've always been asked to to use it but I think if I'm in a situation where I'm, you know, constantly looking for opportunities and needing to find a job, I think it, it's going to be a worthwhile, um, worthwhile resources or to to kind of um, subscribe to. And what's the other one? Is you said uh, the other website that you use the tool that kind of oh, ChatGPT. ChatGPT. Yeah, if you can post that link, I'm interested. <laughs> I always need. So I use Grammarly right now. Grammarly is a uh, great tool because grammar is not my strongest suit um, especially y'all who are writing your resumes or your cover letter please use grammarly if you think grammar is not your um, biggest route but thank you thank you for this one um any of you use career development at all or yeah. called your career development yeah Albert, yeah. tell us about it yeah when i graduate i went to career development they helped me with my resume like give me some tips about it like yeah. don't use your photo because sometimes people uh, don't like that or companies are not looking for certain types of people like so 
it's a, it, it's a great resource. And also for looking for jobs in, in career development, uh, you have Career Sync, yep. where full sale, I don't know if it's full sale, but they post uh, jobs. And sometimes they are really good. I mean, I got some freelance work there. I got some like more contract jobs or internships, a lot mm -hmm. of, a lot of that. And it's good for like uh, helping you out if you're like, if you're like me, because I, I didn't like have a resume at all because like I'm 20, I, I never had experience with that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Dishan, you said you've uh, worked yeah, with career development. 100%. Yeah. I, Doug was my main point of contact and Doug and I sat and spoke every week until I found that internship. And even after that, I was still speaking to him until I got this job at Woo. I was, I feel like it's, it's a great resource to, to get things reviewed when you don't have industry professionals around you. Cause as you start getting into the industry of making your LinkedIn profile, you don't have connections. So who's yeah. going to review your thing? You have to reach out to people and sometimes it takes time. So it's yeah. best to go to the nearest resource always. Yeah. It's, it's always there. They're always available. Just reach out to them and get your resume portfolio and everything reviewed get it checked. I feel like it's super important to get as many people to, to give you feedback. Feedback right. is super important in, in like the gaming industry. And even in film, I know that feedback is always the main thing you're looking for. Like, what can I do better? What mm -hmm. do I change to reach the final goal? And yeah, no, I feel like I got great feedback from Doug and everyone at the team. I even attended, I think, there was someone from Epic Games who came to Full Sail and I went for that mm -hmm. little event. We sat and spoke to him, had a little Q&A session. That was great. It, it gave me a lot of insight on how things actually are because mm -hmm. we all have this picture. I mean, like I said, Al Rose 20, I'm 22. I'm, we're both young. So you come here and you have this idea of something that's supposed to happen in a certain way, but it's not like that. Mm -hmm. it, the industry is not like that. Living here is not like that. And yep. I feel like career development helped me understand the reality of it slowly instead of just like getting jumping into the deep end and yeah. splashing around. No, definitely. You know, it's a resources that you have for life. Uh, as mm -hmm. an alumni, it's something that you have until you're 93. Um, I mean, hopefully you're not using career development at 93. It should be retirement because you've earned it. <laughs> But, um, you know, definitely use them as a resources. And I guess, you know, feed, I want to go back, you know, when you mentioned feedback. Yes. Like one of the biggest thing is like when you get a reject rejection interview, try to reach out and see like why, what could I have done better in my interview or what kind of, you know, any suggestions in my resume. Um, and, you know, that's just going to help you. Um, you know, point out things that are, you know, pitfalls on your resume or things in your responses in your interview. So definitely mm -hmm. always ask for a feedback. Um, I also want to take this opportunity to actually uh, market uh, a new site that the Career Development and the Alumni Relations just released. Um, it is called the Full Sale alumni.com i'm posting I'm posting the link so this is only for our um, in, international alumni or domestic alumni students um, this is almost like a linkedin but dedicated to um, only full self students um, i don't know sandy if you want to 
tell us more about it since you're more an expert on this? Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Any um, any alumni, any alumni who graduated within the last 10 years should have received an email last week and then another mm -hmm. one this week inviting you to the new site. And so it will still link to CareerSync where you'll still have all the job postings, but it has a feed and you, it's a really great way to interact with other alumni. So it's kind of like a LinkedIn, but it's specific to Full Sail. There are also groups. So you can join a group. There's an international group. So we certainly want you to join the international group. And then there are groups for the different degree halos. So you can join a group based on what you studied and what field you're working in. There's a group for freelance workers. So it's a really, really, really good way to interact with other alumni and stay in touch with career development and alum alumni relations. No, definitely. Um, I think one of my favorite uh, feature on there is that um, you have the option to put that you're willing to give back or you're willing to help others. So um, if you look through the website, there is a badge on some of the profile that says willing to help. And, um, you know, that's just like an, a way for you to like, hey, this person is working at Marvel and he, she's willing to help. Let me reach out to this person. So definitely uh, key into those resources um, that is available to you. Um, and, you know, they also post, you know, alumni relation post several different events, um, you know, just to help you network or whatever. So, um, so yeah, uh, I don't know, uh, Bowen, if you wanted to add something the career dev? Yeah, career development. Yeah, yeah pretty much same. Uh, Doug is my point of contact as well. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I was lucky enough to like have my own mentor because a master's degree, you have a capstone as in uh, you join a specific like hands-on training capstone and there's a point of contact for that. Mm -hmm. I have my mentor. Uh, his name is Patrick Kelly. Uh, he's, the, mm -hmm. he's actually the professor for computer science program right now. Uh, yeah. He's for working on midterm. Uh, basically, he had he was a veteran game producer for the past thirty years, so okay. he have a lot more experience. So I usually go to him as in like, hey, I have this interview or I have this problem. Do you think you can help me out? So mm -hmm. I didn't rely on career dev that much, but I did talk with them. They gave me a lot of like good resources. Like they reviewed my portfolio page, reviewed my yeah. uh, resume. I also get, got a couple of websites like uh, Hit Markers and uh, work with uh, Indie, couple of websites that's like posing job for that. That was uh, really helpful as well. Yeah. I really like um, how you talked about your professors. I think a lot of us, you know, in the alumni don't really think of them as a resources or, um, you know, us people to reach out to after we graduate. And um, yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up because definitely that is, you know, one thing that we should always think about because, you know, these professors, they almost, mo I'm assuming most of them have had industry experience. Like, you know, they, before they were a professor, they used to work on those fields, whether music production or game design or film. So um, definitely your professor, if you didn't save their e your email address, Talks for you. Just kidding. Um, you can get that information um, if you call us, you know, if you know the, the name of your professor and um, you can call our toll free number and we can provide the email address um, for you. And um, when I used to work in the call center here at Full Sail, we often get that from our alumni and, um, you know, they would ask who's the current um, professor for this class. Um, another resources that wasn't mentioned was the course audit course audit for our alumni. So what that means, the course audit is that 
as an alumni of Fulfill, you are able to take an online class for free, no matter what subject, no matter what program here at Fulfill University. I repeat, you could literally reach out to us and be like, I'm, I'm an alumni, I wanna take an, a creative writing class. As an alumni, you have access to that as an online student. Um, basically, you'll be considered an observer. Um, so yes, definitely use that resources too. Like if you're a game designer and you're trying to expand what you know about coding um, and wanna know more about like a, a course that's taken in cybersecurity or um, computer science, definitely try to reach out and see if you can take that because that's basically you expanding your knowledge and what you know. And, um, you know, like Alvaro, as a colorist, you can add that to your resume um, as something that you know. <laughs> so um, pretty cool. Well, I do have a question here. You know, it's not all about, you know, I want I don't want to sugarcoat anything because definitely graduating full sale and, you know, trying to find that job, it's it's not easy. So I guess I want to wanted to ask, you know, all of y'all, what was the hardest thing, you know, finding that foot in the door opportunity and um, do you have any advice or what did you do, I guess, to kind of alleviate that or solve that challenge that you face? Um, so I'll start with you, um, Deshaun. I feel like the biggest challenge you face is yourself. But the industry is going to be the way it is, right? You get rejected. That happens, right? But the right now, the way things are going, getting... Everyone's getting consistently rejected. You go and look on LinkedIn, your whole feed is just people talking about how they got laid off or how they're still looking for work. And there are people who have years of experience. We just came out of college. We have maybe a year of experience. I did photography, so I had a couple years of that experience in my on my resume beforehand. But as as you move forward, you see these people who have more experience than you not getting anywhere, not getting a position, and then you get scared. You're, you're terrified to even apply for a position because you're like, why, what's the point? These people mm -hmm. who are so talented are saying that I might have to pivot completely and work something else. I can't do this anymore because I don't have a position. I don't have a source of income. And yeah. I feel like the hardest pill for me to swallow was pivoting from specifically technical game design to being a product manager because it's not something I learned directly. Like I didn't sit at full sale to learn how to make an app. I learned how to make games on Unreal. So I had to sit and translate my knowledge of design documents into FRS documents. Then I had to start learning wireframing, Figma, a lot of other softwares and a lot of other things. But the key takeaways from full sale, like communication and T team building and like just efforts going together. And I feel like, yeah, no, taking care of the people around you. It's not, mm -hmm. you're not fighting anyone when you're working in a team, you're all doing it together. You all yeah. want to reach the same goal. And I could translate all that knowledge from my experience at Full Sail and Zygobot to this position, which yeah. I feel like is very helpful for us in tech. Um, we, we have this ability to completely switch from what we're doing right now to something else and not worry about learning a lot of new things. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry about learning a lot of programming languages because I knew 
C sharp and C++. I know enough, I have enough background in coding to speak to the developers. I have enough knowledge in UI design to speak yeah. to my designers. So I'm easily, I can create documents. I can um, distribute work appropriately, create requirements. And I feel like that translation of knowledge and the ability to pivot has to be there and you have to accept it. Change is going yeah. to happen no matter what. If you're going to try to go against it, it's just going to hurt more. Mm -hmm. I really, I think one point that you kind of talked about, but didn't bring up as a, something you've learned or important key factor is adaptability. Um, I think, you know, a lot of us who graduate, we have this expectation that we're going to be designing the next Sims 5 oh, game. Oh, no, 100%. You know? <laughs> think of yourself as the dumbest person in the room. You cannot, yeah. you cannot have that. I feel like, Maybe it's somewhere along the line. Yeah. It's our ego or like our efforts. You've put in so many hours, you've put in your 10,000 hours and now you want to call yourself the greatest, but yeah. it's not true. You're, you have a longer way to go. There are people with experience. You still have to learn a lot of things. So, so what humility. I do is, yeah, stay down to earth, stay connected, ask people who know more than you to give you knowledge. All mm -hmm. you can do is take all that information and copy it. I feel yeah. like if you open a game that you like, and if you're not that great at designing, if you have problems with something, certain aspects of design, say level design, and you like Hitman, my mm -hmm. capstone was based on Hitman. So we were like, okay, first month, we make Hitman. We will make the whole game as it is. And then we add yeah. our changes. So that helps you learn just copying people realizing that you're not gonna be Rockstar's first choice. No one's going to be that right after college. They don't even, they won't even speak to you. Dang, that hurts. But, yeah, but that's <laughs> the a little reality. Bit. <laughs> because the, the reality is that they need people with skill. If you were running a company, why would you hire someone who's fresh out of college to do something that has $10 million behind it? Yeah, it's true. I wouldn't, I would be scared. I would be so terrified to hire that person. And I don't want to be that person. So your goal is to always be a resource and understand their perspective as well. Mm -hmm. okay. Everyone talks about not getting jobs and stuff. It's hard. I understand, but somewhere along the lines, if you start understanding their perspective, you won't feel as bad. You won't feel as disappointed. You have, yeah. you'll have the energy to keep on going yeah. because you understand what they're doing. So I feel like, Thank yeah, you. that, that's, that's super important. Thank you. How about you, Alvaro? Yeah, I mean, the ability to adapt yourself every time, like every day, uh, is one of your main struggles as a graduate. Uh, at least for me, it was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, but at the same time, no. Because uh, as he said, it's like, you see all these people with years of experience, not getting jobs, and you're like, hey, I just got out of college. and. I don't know what to do. I don't know as many people as, as they do, or maybe I don't have the knowledge and the ability to adapt yourself. I like to learn every day. Like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm doing filmmaking, what not uh, learning about coding or like uh, learning about uh, videography or photography or even cuisine or something is, yeah. is the ability to be in all positions because you are not in the position of like choosing jobs because mm. they are choosing you 
So it's hard at the beginning and it's where networking comes to life really because at the beginning you are like talking to people like getting some friends and everything is great but then you go out and you're like oh man i need a job i need money i'm broke or something yeah so it's like yeah i can reach out to these people these people these people i have an experience that uh for example i, I had a friend here he was from chile too and he he needs some help with uh uh, with a class project he he needed to record a video and everything and i helped him i love it because he was my friend and then his father was of was uh, one of the main like organization uh, uh, sorry one of the main leaders of like the pan-american games in chile mm. so i got there because helping people without yeah. expecting anything just being like nice and and trying to help and trying to learn and trying to adapt is is one of the main things that you will face uh, as a graduate and as a professional by itself like trying to like learn every day like getting feedback is one of the main things and it's hard at least yeah. if you are not uh, really <laughs> really good to get feedback from other people you're 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 screwed so Try yeah. to get that ability, like to not take everything personal, be more professional on that side. And I and I I know it's hard, but you you have to to learn that. Mm -hmm. I love how you mentioned, you know, being well well rounded, right? Having you know, being the person that can change the toilet seat. Right? I mean, you know, not necessarily that, but you know, being have, <laughs> having like multiple skills that you know. You know, even though you train to be the colorist, you're still able to handle a camera or um, edit a video clip and, you know, just like a well-rounded well person that, you know, you're kind of like a handyman within your field. Um, and I think yeah. just, you know, being malleable and humility is such a big thing that you've mentioned. And, um, you know, just, you know, even though you're an A student, have a, after you graduate, have a focus of like, you know, learning more. You know, you only learned the tip mm. of the iceberg in your college degree. Now you're in the real world. You're about to learn yeah, the course. deeper part of your program. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Bowen, what, what you got for us? What's the challenges you face in your life <laughs> or your, you know, transition? Yeah, um, transition. Well, I'm going to copy Gary, Gary V on this. So basically, it's just the biggest challenge is uh, being un unstoppable. Or like I agree with the challenge, like yourself is the biggest challenge. Mm. So like when yeah. if I look back, like I probably like if I pull up my list of application because I do every job I apply, I keep a record of it. I have about two hundred rejection. Wow. Like so far, but that's like over the six months because like I start to apply for OPT three months before I graduate, and then I start I set my start date two months after I graduate. So I, I can utilize that full time and start looking for a job. So basically I spent about, about six months to finally line a job. So like the biggest thing is just, you gotta be able to like accept that they're gonna reject you. Like rejection after rejection, that's the reality you're looking at. Like, but you just need one hit. Like it's not, it's about the quantity. Like you just keep applying. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is just, 
uh, same as Deshaun, what Deshaun said, like you're probably not going to be the most ideal candidate that they are looking for, but it's all about the way how you can stand out among them. Because mm. I had a couple interview with people and halfway they realized, okay, uh, we're not hiring somebody entry level. We actually hiring somebody who's mid-level, who's even senior level, have more experience. So that kind of tells me like sometimes the like the employer doesn't have the best idea of what they want and then they have to adjust through that so like what on me is just going to be like how do you sell yourself on that like so for me it's just uh while i was applying i also registered my own company so i published the neonscape that definitely helped me because that helped me prove my capability so yeah. like I used that, I basically used that uh, project to sell myself to the uh, boss I have right now. So tell yeah. me, hey, um, I know how to publish game. I pulled this like on, on Steam already. So like hire me. Like, I know there's people that's most knowledgeable, but here, project. <laughs> like, I'm the best value you can get. Yeah. So it's just about how you can sell yourself amongst other applicants. Like there's going to be people like always going to be, be people like outshining you, but it's just going to be like, how do you describe yourself as the best fit for the position? Yeah. And just enlarge your uh, strongest point in, mm. in, the, in, the, in the application, in the interview. Yeah. No, I love that. And you, your background looks amazing. Like I want to play that. Game. I want to look that up <laughs> after you. this. So thank you. And if you want to please share um hey i do want to give this opportunity so thank you so much uh for y'all's responses those are all beautiful and definitely you know despite the hardship you know again it's just not giving up and relying on each other um so congratulations to y'all um i do want to give this opportunity for everybody to ask question oh let me click that link real quick <laughs> is it free free game oh it's free yep. awesome okay awesome um i'll be playing that real quick and give you reviews but uh any of our That's audience good. if you have any um questions for you know i want to give this uh an opportunity for you all to ask questions if there aren't any it. questions yet but while they're thinking of them and writing them in i did want to add something else about the full sale alumni uh site because we have so many active students in our audience today. Um, as you hit that 90 day mark before graduation, when you start working with career development, you'll then have access to this site, but you won't have access to the full features and benefits of everything until you're an actual graduate. So for those of you that are just starting and our students right now, you won't be able to get into it until that 90 day before graduation. And that's another thing also, I know Bowen mentioned, he applied for OPT at that 90 day mark, which is when you can officially apply. I can't tell you and Justin can attest also, we see people, students walking in on a Tuesday and Thursday and say, I graduate in two weeks. How do I apply for OPT? Yeah. And then they want you to rush to help them when we do those OPT workshops every month as he listed. So definitely, uh, definitely apply ahead of time and attend those workshops. Okay, so we do have some questions. We have, what's the best way to network if you're shy or introverted? Oh, and then the second question is also about networking, five tips for networking and meeting people. Um, so then you can reach them constantly. And we'll get the networking question out of the way. And then there's one more. Okay. All right. So I feel like I, I feel like I, I used to, I, at least I feel like I used to be shy and that changed a little bit, but 
from my experience, one thing that kept me out of my own head when networking with people and thinking about, oh, what if they don't reply? What if they don't like it? What if something, you know, I, I started to tell myself that they feel the same thing, just like me. So there is no way, no reason for me to get scared or have second thoughts. Just send the message. It's just a message. You're just talking to them on LinkedIn. And the best part is it's on LinkedIn, right? You can text them at your own time whenever you feel comfortable. Draft the message if you want. Sit down, write it properly. Be confident in yourself that you will 100% say something useful. You're, you're not annoying them. You're not wasting their time. Be respectful. If you be nice and if you just reach out appropriately and ask the right questions, no one's going to be mad. No one's going to be annoyed. Even if... They have, if, if they can't answer your question, they'll send you to someone else. I've had people who've been like, I'm sorry, I can't answer this, but I know this person and he can help you uh, with this. Let me reach out to them and let them know hmm. that you'll be asking this. And things like that happen. So just send the message. Believe that it's just, it's just a message. It's not going to do any harm. And just believe in yourself, honestly. It, it'll be fine. You're, you've gotten this far, you'll figure it out. Trust me. I mean, I think, yeah, I'm shy too, and it's hard at the beginning. Um, it's more hard when you don't know how to express yourself when you're like coming, when you're international and you're like, man, how do I say this in English? I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. So I think the biggest a thing for me it was like looking looking for people that are, are from my same country so for example i had a friend she was from chile and she helped me out with a lot of things she helped me out like reaching people because uh, she was already here in the us uh, so she helped me out in everything and maybe you are i don't know from colombia brazil a lot of countries and maybe you can reach out your uh, your people like to help you out with that at least it worked for me and then start using social media i mean you have your classmates maybe you're like uh, i don't know how to speak but i can show you my instagram or something yeah. and they, they are gonna be like oh you can do this oh that's so cool that's so cool so i think if you're shy like in me is <laughs> uh, is one of the the key things to do is like Try to be more brave about it. Try to show your work. Try to show yourself in a way that is comfortable to you. Maybe with people that you look in your class and it's, oh, that's, that's a nice guy. That's a nice girl. I, I will talk to them because I feel comfortable with them. Or I don't know, I will, I will speak to a teacher. Maybe he can help me or she can help me. And... And you are going to get used to that. And then you are not going to be like that shy anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Changes eventually. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. All right. So like if you're shy or introvert, like don't, don't worry. I get you. Like, yeah, it's going to be like really stressful when you're like trying to send a message. I, when I first started, I'd be like, that. I was like, is this sounds appropriate? Am I bothering them? then you just gotta start to realize the worst thing gonna happen is gonna be they ghost you or they don't know you. They, 
it's not gonna be like they start yelling at you. It's like, why are you messing? Messing. <laughs> so like, if you feel like okay, that's too much. I don't feel like to message them. Like the, I think the best advice I can get is go through that people, that person's uh, profile page, find something you can really like, you really like. Like if that person is a game designer, they did a really good game. Just find some, find a point that you're really passionate about. You're like, imagine you're mm. going in to that person one like on a face-to-face -face level and you start to like talk to them and they show you this thing and you're going to be genuinely like interested about that so it's going to be like okay i really like this like can you tell me more about it like networking is just basically going to be like you you showing them you care about them yeah so it's like definitely like that and oh. i said five tips ah that's a lot of tips yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so like First of all, it's just gonna be, be don't be blood, don't don't be like, just really like, hey, I just want to networking. Like, be care about what they want, what what you what what you care about. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Let, let me rephrase that. So, you want to be like you act genuinely caring about what they posting mm -hmm. or stuff. Like, really find into find their post and start like talking about something related to that and that you can relate to as well. Don't just be like genuinely, hey, I'm just here to networking. Good to see you, bye. No, yeah. that's not gonna work. So, like actually putting a little bit of effort and then it's gonna be like utilize ChatGPT wisely. I'm not saying don't use it or I'm not saying just use it all the time. You're gonna have to find a sweet point for that because if you're messaging people uh, that's like have 500 connection they probably have a lot of people that message in them too and the if you're just using a chat gpt message they're going to start re realize okay you're just using chat gpt on me so like they're going to be yeah. like, okay i'm not going to bother replying because you're not putting in enough effort so mm -hmm. i just kind of like find a sweet point for that and the Third one gonna be oof, it's gonna be hard to get to five. Um you have the two third more. one usually, yeah, the third one usually gonna be like, you know, just lose my train of thoughts. Uh be interested, I guess. It kind of over like overlap oh, with yeah. the first one, but it's gonna be like be interesting. I'm gonna use me as an example because like I look for I message networking somebody when for a job and that that job is for Crunchyroll and they're doing content review. So I essentially just like, hey, uh, I found this role about uh, a content evaluation and I wonder like what type of the content you guys evaluate. Then you just dig deep into there, start saying like what type of content like oh is it going to be this is going to be that like let them know that you actually interested in there so mm. do some research on that and yeah. the fourth one going to be don't be afraid of rejection if somebody not replying or they just read don't reply they're probably busy that's the best i can tell you yeah. i i if you look at my chat box i have tons of people just ghosting me that's probably a norm so like don't get discouraged by that mm -hmm. last but not least um i don't know get linkedin premium that's really <laughs> useful yeah i would add too just to be genuine you know someone knows if you're trying to get to know them just to see what you can get out of them 
you know, I mean, it shows if networking is all about making friends and being friends with someone so that when you need something, there's someone you can call on and vice versa. So if you go up to someone and be like, oh, yes, hey, I'm a film student. Um, what about you? And, you know, I can do this. And what can you do for me? How can you help me do whatever? Hall of Famers talk about that all the time. When they meet students on campus, they're like, how can you help me get a job? You just have to be genuine. It's not all about that. So anyway, um, Bowen, while we're on you, I'm going to let you answer Benjamin's All question, right. and then we'll come back to Anna's question. Hi, Bowen. My name is Benji, and I'm a game design master's student as well. I just wanted to ask you, how did you handle the pressure of getting a job in only one year of the OPT? And how did you know that the production capstone was the right one over the game design capstone? Oh, that's a good one. So mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with the pressure part. Like, the pressure is real. I'm not gonna lie to mm -hmm. you. It's going to be tough because you 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 only be in school for one year, then you getting the OPT. Uh, essentially, just start looking early because I started looking before I apply for OPT. Then I apply for OPT. Then I start applying heavily. Then at the same time, just trying to polish out your resume, start getting more project in there. Um, the pressure is always going to be there. It's just going to be if you want to turn that pressure into motivation or you're just going to sit there and let the pressure crush you. Mm. Um, as in, how do I know production is the capstone for me? I've, I, this is just how I work. Uh, when I started, I shadowed three different projects. I shadowed uh, Orbis production. Uh, I shadowed Serious Game Track. I shadowed uh, un uh, User Experience. It just, I try to get the best of a world because uh, you know you never know which one's landed for you, and uh, it's gonna be which project, which capstone like makes well with you because essentially it's gonna be you're gonna realize you're gonna spend with. The, that group of people for the rest of your program. So you don't want to be stuck in somewhere that's going to make your whole experience miserable. So like, going to just find, okay, I want, I really want to learn this and I feel like this is the best option for me. I'm going to go with this. And for me, production is the best one because I get exposed to more projects because we also work with game development uh, uh, capstone students on their final project. So at one point uh, during my capstone, I have seven teams to work with and it was along with the job hunting pressure. So the pressure is real, I, I repeat. So, but I, I feel like that was worth it because like I got a lot of accomplishment out of that and especially like Nailscape and stuff. It just gonna be, you're gonna wait that like see I'm capable of this and I want to push myself to this kind of thing. Nice. And then the next question is from Anna, and this is for all three of our panelists. Is there anything you wish you had done differently closer to graduation, whether it's whether that is as you were applying for OPT or deciding what to do next? Hmm. For me, I'd say the one thing I'd wish I'd done differently would be keeping my options more open. I feel like I limited myself to a small niche. I have skills. When you come to full sale, you think of think of your knowledge is like um, an RPG game skill tree. 
and oh, you come to full nice. sale and you get you get 10 points and you put it in all the base classes and all the base skills and now that you have all of them you decide to pick one and you start leveling that up sometimes mm. when you get out of university that skill isn't really required right now mm. but the other ones are you still have them in your back pocket you need to reach out and practice them more like documentation and stuff like small things that you never thought would be a skill right now is like my my whole job is to make sure all teams can communicate and everyone in our um in our company is completely in in knowledge of what's going on with all the features and all the uh, new development so the documentation part of things i worked as a technical designer on unreal engine for most games so far so this was completely different and i feel like if i had kept my options open earlier on i would have i don't know i just would have had better opportunities but then again you get what you get i feel like if you want to focus on something you can i don't think of anything as i wish if i had no i regret this i should have done this differently i feel like i put in the effort sometimes they were less sometimes they were more but eventually it got me where i wanted to be and where i want to keep on going and i feel like people slip up we're all humans i feel like it's there's no there's no point in trying to look back and badger yourself be like damn i should have done that right alvar if you have some if answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think uh, using the equipment more because the thing with full sale is like you have a lot to use i mean you have every piece of equipment at least in film to use and to like learn from it so you have the industry uh, professional cameras and you have lighting and you have stands and like everything for you to practice with it i wish i i i practice more with i i think i i use my time wisely in some aspects but i think at least for me because it was a certificate it was like just seven months and i i tried to like do a full-time career of it like two years into seven months so i tried to rush everything but i wish uh i I use more the facilities and career development, for example, I'm going to more uh, meetings with the international team and everything like, because it was so short amount of time that I, I just wish that I had more. That's the only thing that I can say because full sale, I, I really like the experience out of it. It's not that difficult, like uh, like the education itself, uh, but it's more like, your own effort like trying to go trying to research uh, trying to work more like talking to people like uh, working on set like trying to learn that camera trying to learn this skill so it's it's more about that thank you last but not least Bowen, any anything i would do i wish i had done differently i would say the intensity of job hunting i guess because uh as you as i mentioned like i start applying way before i applied for opt but what i did basically is like i have 
my pre-made resume, I just start applying. But then at one point I start to realize like each job have similar recommendation, like requirement, but it's gonna be a little bit different. So like, uh, I, I, then I start to like train my resume according to their uh, requirement. So like what it is, is gonna be like, you can, I wish I'd done that earlier and start like along with like networking, doing cover letter, just start realizing each job have different requirement and it's better you just trim your resume based on that requirement and start applying just like different keyword and stuff, stuff like that. I think it's gonna make my six months of applying a little bit shorter. So like maybe I don't have to deal with 200 rejections. <laughs> Okay, um, I, I think we don't have any more questions. I do wanna uh, be respectful of time. Hey, graduate, I think I'm gonna end it here. Thank you so much, Sandy. Please stay connected with us. Um, thank you again, graduates, for giving your time. I know you all have a busy schedule and you still made time for us to really give back to Full Sail and share your expertise. Um, we are so, so grateful. Um, again, thank you so much for everybody who attended. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And again, thank you for your questions and just being so active. And graduates, I hope you all have a great day and thank you so much for being here.